Welcome back to the cycle, guys. I have got a treat for you. I have got the world's leading cult exit expert on the show today. His name is Dr. Stephen Hassan. He is a prolific author and scholar in terms of cult, uh, cult formation, how to break out of cults, how cults work, how mind control works. And he's written literally the seminal textbook on that, which is Combating Combating Mind Cult Mind Control. It's actually out on like its fifth, fourth edition. It's it's such a successful book. And it's kind of the go-to manual that people use to, to deal with, you know, getting a family member out of a cult situation. And then more recently, he adapted those things to talk about the cult of Trump and, and to make an argument that although it's a much larger group of people, that there, there's still very many principles of cult mind control at play with the MAGA movement. Um, so I'm excited to have him on the show. Welcome to the show, Dr. Hassan. Thank you so much for inviting me, Rachel. It's uh, uh, Let's get into it. Yeah, let's jump right in. We only have a half an hour and I like to like to keep it hot. So Let's start off by this, though. I don't think that the audience will be well served not to have some background to you and your knowledge and your personal experience with cults. So, um, you know, I wanted to just kind of start off and, and let people know, you know, Dr. Hassan comes to this career after a personal experience with being first recruited and then involved very heavily into a cult called the Unification Church, which you've, if you've ever heard of, was a pretty big cult back in the 1970s. It had a nickname called the Moonies. So um, why don't you start off a little bit, you know, kind of recapping your book where you talk about how you ended up as a skeptical person who wanted to go home almost the whole first <laughs> a month of your, you know, indoctrination. Sure. How did you end up in a cult? Sure, absolutely. But uh, just to uh, begin, I would say the Moonies are still a very big political force to this day. They were there at January 6th. Trump, Pence, Pompeo, Esper all gave talks after January 6th for the Moonies saying how great they are. So they're very much players in the current mess that we're in in the cult of Trump. But to answer your question, uh, we have to go back to 1974, February, same month Patty Hearst was physically abducted by the Symbionese Liberation Army. Yours truly was had been dumped by my girlfriend. I was at Queens College. By the way, I grew up 1.3 miles from Donald Trump in Flushing, Queens, by the way. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I was lonely and three women pretending to be students flirted with me, did what's called love bombing and flattered me and asked me all kinds of personal questions. And I just naively as a 19 year old hormone uh, oriented young man thought I might get lucky with one of the three. I had no interest in religion. I grew up conservative Jewish uh, and no interest in joining a group. I was an introvert and I wrote poetry. Long story short, through a long set of deceptions and manipulations, within a few weeks, I was actually beginning to believe the world was about to have World War III with Russia and that it was a battle between God and Satan. I didn't believe in Satan before I met the group at all. Right. 
but I, I dropped out of college, quit my job, donated my bank account. And I believe Sun Myung Moon was the greatest man in human history, the sinless Messiah who is going to save the planet from destruction. And, um, I became a right-wing fascist who thought that the Holocaust was necessary because the Jews didn't accept Jesus, even though I had been to Israel and was very educated about the Holocaust. My mind had been hacked, Rachel. Yes. And it, it, I, to, because we only have 30 minutes, I'll say I, I was granted leadership in the group, no power, but position and access to moon and other leadership as we were listening to the instructions on taking over the U.S. government and how democracy was satanic and we oh, needed a theocracy to rule the world. Um, and and uh, I fell asleep at the wheel of a fundraising man, waking up as I drove into the back of a tractor trailer truck at 80 miles an hour. And after two weeks in the hospital, but I was away from the cult, yes. and away from the constant <laughs> indoctrination. Yes. And I was sleeping for the yes. first time since my my induction, because I was sleeping three to four hours a night. So I was not in a cognitively robust frame of mind. Um, I, w I called my sister. It led to a deprogramming. I was convinced I wasn't in a cult and I wasn't brainwashed. My father cried. He begged me to talk to the ex-members to prove it. And thankfully, as I learned about Chinese communist brainwashing mm. and talked to the ex-members, so some of the, uh, the pilot lights reignited in my brain. And I came to realize Moon was a liar. And if he was a liar, then he wasn't trustworthy. And if he was a liar, he couldn't be a man of God. And at that point, all of my doubts that had been suppressed for two and a half years started surfacing all at once. And I cried and I went, what the hell happened to me? How did they do this to me? And I became pretty much obsessed with reading everything I could on brainwashing and mind control and persuasion and reached out to former military intelligence experts that had studied Chinese communist brainwashing. And they were very encouraging to me to study psychology because they said, hey, Steve, we just studied it secondhand, but you lived it. They did it to you. You did it to other people. Please explain it. Yeah. So that led to um, you're now talking to me 47 years <laughs> later yep. after becoming a professional mental health counselor, authoring four books, the first one in 1988 that came out in many languages. And um, when I was asked by my book agent to write The Cult of Trump, I was very nervous to agree, but I also felt like I would regret it for the rest of my life if I didn't uh, do this book. But I had no idea how many cults were authoritarian cults were in the cult of Trump when I started right. researching the book. I knew he was a malignant narcissist, which is the stereotypical profile of almost every cult leader and predator of undue influence, you know, the lack of empathy, the grandiosity, the, 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 the self-entitlement, but also thinking they're above the law, pathological lying, sadistic, paranoid, 
revengeful, the whole list. And so chapter three compares Trump with my former cult leader, Sun Myung Moon, uh, Jim Jones, mm-hmm. who had his followers murder Congressman Ryan and kill 900 Americans uh, and Hubbard of Scientology. Oh, yes. Great. Yeah. And uh, so I do have a formula that I've evolved from full-time activism, working with people born in cults or raised in cults, how to access people's integrity and reality testing mechanisms. Um, And so that's my life work. Yeah. And you know what? It, it, it's <laughs> to me, it is there's um, I guess the, the the having personally experienced things element of coming into something that's academic resonates with me. Um, I also had an unusual life. I mean, I don't know if you consider the Grateful Dead to be a cult. <laughs> so good question. So I have an influence continuum from ethical influence to unethical. And I have the bite model of authoritarian control, which I did my dissertation on, uh, on in terms of updating the law to give it a framework. So my framework as an academic is to say, there are cults along the entire continuum from the ethical side. If you have informed <laughs> consent, yeah, you yeah. have freedom to ask questions. You can leave without fear or threats. They're not lying to you. They're not controlling your minds. So people who are sports fans or, you know, follow, you know, Taylor Swift or are into political parties or whatever, that that they're so passionate about you, you have to look at behavior control information thought and emotional control and the extreme of radicalization is creating a pseudo identity it's in mental health parlance it's called the dissociative disorder um so i had the mooney steve and the real steve <laughs> the <laughs> mooney steve think about a computer virus that hacks your operating system of your computer. I had a mental virus that hacked the real me. Really great. um, What analogy analogy, right? Yeah, Um, that is, it's like having your brain hacked. And when I was reading your experience, especially you were so conscious that you might be getting recruited into a religious cult, right? Really from the very first meeting, you're like, oh, they, they kind of hid the the religion element for a meeting. And then they started to spring it on you. And it it really, for me, struck a note with the recent, um, I don't know if you, I'm sure you followed the story with the Keith Raniere cult for the ES. Of course. Right. Nexium. He's in jail for 120 years for trafficking and racketeering. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. Branding and, women. Are you yeah, kidding? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the women, the documentary series that, um, of course, is where I mostly learned the about vow. Mm-hmm. the vow, which is and seduced. you should uh-huh. definitely check it out if you're if you haven't, um, you know, very similar to you. It's not these are people are not dumb. OK, they're not dumb people. 
They're not, you. yes, you were lonely and you might get laid and there's things like that, but you were not a clinical depressed guy that don't know. No, I wasn't. Was a busy, you know, life. You actually, you know, write about how you were in a very um, explorative and exciting period of your life where you were stretching right. your mind out away from your Orthodox Jewish background and your father's pursuit of money. And wasn't Orthodox, <laughs> but yes. No, okay. I, I was definitely interested in philosophy and psychology and wanting to learn and wanting to make the world a better place. But I do want to correct uh, a, a myth. Uh, the average person thinks only stupid people right. get into mind control cults. And it's actually the opposite. I say the more mind you have, the more it can be manipulated and controlled. Mm. And the biggest vulnerability is thinking you're too smart or too superior to be accept a lie and then get into a situation where uh, disinformation is being programmed into your mind. Yeah, that's really fascinating. I just think it's so important for people to understand that, that it's, you know, it's, these are very smart, sophisticated people who were skeptical, who are, it's not like they, you know, you lack skepticism as you couldn't possibly grocery shop with more skepticism than your story about how you ended up in the, in the um, Mooney. Yep. You know? Yep. And I was yet, very, very, I'm not a joiner, right. but they, they manipulated me. I want to comment quickly and yes. say, the Exorcist movie came out just before I got recruited and and the Moonies brought a hundred plus members to see the, mo the movie and then Moon gave a lecture to us personally saying how God made this movie. This movie was a prophecy of what would happen to us if we left the, the Unification Church. And I'm mentioning it because there's a new movie with Russell Crowe on The Exorcist and What's propelling mind control in so many people is irrational phobias of satanic possession and invasion. And the, these authoritarian so-called pseudo-Christian cults, their members actually believe Biden is satanic and that the, the opponents are evil spirits and trafficking children and all kinds of nonsense because they've been because their critical faculties, their frontal cortex has been hacked and their emotional fear reactions are taking over. So, and that's the perfect segue to the next topic, right? So you go on, you you get yourself out of this cult, you start to study it as an academic, you develop a career, you're writing books, and then you start to and you start to do practitioner work. You start to help other people escape cults and uh, other family members save family members out of cults. So let's talk a little bit about how is the process or what are the key things that have to be accomplished to get somebody out of a cult? Great question. So the bottom line is we need to understand psychology, particularly social psychology. We need to understand things like hypnosis. So to answer your question, psychoeducation, which is why I write books and why I continually do uh, podcast interviews, I have a podcast called The Influence Continue, is to teach people how undue influence works in so many different other contexts. Why? 
Because when you're in a mind control cult, you are programmed to, to block any attack on the leader, the doctrine, or the policies. So a frontal approach, trying to use facts, you right. know, don't you know Trump's lied 35,000 times? That is going to turn a cult member in the MAGA cult more angry and feeling persecuted against you. However, if you talk about a group like Chinese communist brainwashing or pimps and traffickers and how they use mind control to enslave their people, now you can in, in, in engage people in a respectful, warm interaction where you are asking questions, you are sharing details about how to tell what mind control is. I cite my principal mentor, Robert J. Lifton, had eight criteria from his study of Chinese communist brainwashing that was published in 61. And I like to share those as an education point about look at what China is doing to the Uyghurs, to Christians in China to make them Han Chinese. People are now going to listen to that. And then I move into my influence continuum and bite model. And then Just explain I like that real quick. What is the bite model for folks? So the bite model works off of Leon Festinger's cognitive dissonance model. And he said thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Humans like to have congruency between those three things. So I started to take all these other models of brainwashing and thinking, what were the behavior techniques that were used to get me into the moonies and keep me in? like sleep deprivation, privacy deprivation, uh, uh, food control, rigid rules and regulations, demand for obedience. So I started organizing B and then information control, then thought control, then emotional control. And so on my website, freedomofmind.com, I have the whole list of different, different um, specific variables. And what I uh, I'm, and what I did in my doctoral dissertation was say, listen, the more of these techniques that are being used, the more authoritarian control is being exerted to program people. Everybody doesn't want to believe they're in a cult or they've been brainwashed or mind control. So if you present a model applied to something else, and then you ask people to reflect back. What's your first memory of Donald Trump? People will say, I thought he was a jerk. I thought he was a misogynist. I saw right. him on The Apprentice. He was such a narcissist. And I go, okay, that's really fascinating. Walk me through from that realization that he was a narcissist and a misogynist to where you started taking him seriously as a presidential candidate. So we want to get people to remember what were the social psychological forces? Were they watching movies? Were they watching Fox? Were there specific people that they admire? Mm -hmm. And walk through how they converted from thinking he was a jerk to thinking he's God's you know, chosen person. Now, what I learned in my research for the book, and this goes to chapter seven and chapter eight of the cult of Trump, 
what I learned is that there are actual authoritarian cults, and I put Putin and Russia at the top of right. chapter seven of the <laughs> puppet masters. But groups like The Family, the group that Jeffrey Charlotte has written about, is critically important to understanding membership of that cult. Opus Dei, which is the right-wing extremist Catholic group. But the group I want to focus on, because we don't have a lot of time, is a network that includes 40 to 50 million Americans called New Apostolic Reformation, mm. which the media has incorrectly called white Christian evangelicals. Okay, yeah, These you're are right. Not, yeah. Uh, and I talked to a lot of white Christian evangelicals like, this is not Jesus. This right. is... This is bizarro land, right. QAnon and everything else. But these are groups that are mind control, authoritarian cults. And the leader of each one of these mega churches says they're an apostle or a prophet that gets direct revelations from God. Mm -hmm. And they purport to speak in tongues and cast out demons and do faith healings. But they do B-I-T-E, behavior control, information, thought. And they make all their followers afraid of Satan, that if they don't follow blindly what the prophet tells them, they're going to be invaded by evil spirits. And that's where the exorcisms come in when people are starting to doubt oh, you have an evil spirit trying to take you away from right, God. Right. And this is where people are like, but Trump won the election. No, it's because they're following blindly a cult leader who said that Trump won the election. They're not looking at the evidence. What's hmm. really fascinating right now, and Fred Clarkson and a former NAR preacher, Andre Gagne, who became a Bible scholar, I came on my show and talked about a schism in, in NAR where some of these people are sticking with, you know, prophecy was correct, Trump won 2020. Uh, and if you go to the Torah or the Old Testament, you're supposed to kill prophets who, <laughs> who prophesy and it doesn't come true, right? Oh, okay. So, so <laughs> the, we have the people who are sticking with their prophecy. And then there are other NAR people going, no, 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 actually, we have to be careful and we need to wind this one back. <laughs> right. So there's a schism. And how are we going to get to 40 to 50 million Americans is by empowering the ones that are saying the other ones that keep insisting that Trump won the election are demonically possessed. And I can't say it. I'm Jewish. But Christians can say, hey, Jesus said even the elite will be deceived. Right. So utilizing Christians to talk to Christians using the Bible and reminding them it's about love, not about fear. And God is supposed to be all powerful, not Satan. Like things were right. flipped. Yeah, that got that 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 makes me feel good because when the he gets us, uh, he gets us is funded by right wingers who hate gay people or whatever. Right? That's a, this is a fact. It's true. Yes, but it's also an organization that wants to force this fight within Christianity. Right? It wants to have. Uh, wants to separate evangelicalism from this, you know, uh, demonic version, right? And you know, remind people. Actually, you know, there's not much in the in Bible too, in the in the New Testament that 
fits this model of Jesus as this like rigid capitalist that wants to shoot people. Opposite. (laughs) Yeah, he's like rich people can't enter the kingdom of heaven. No, they're into prosperity. Give me more money. I need a third plane and a fourth mansion. This is not Jesus Christ of the New Testament at all. I want to mention there are 650 million of these NAR people in the world. Mm. So what's being reported in the media as popularist movements, uh uh-uh, not Mm -hmm. from this expert's point of view. These are organizations that are being manipulated, I believe, by Putin, by Xi, by Iran, by North Korea, and other bad actors who are Christian nationalists um, wanting to break America down, create civil war in the streets. My former cult uh, has compounds in Tennessee and near Waco, Texas, training Mm -hmm. people how to use AR-15s for civil war. I believe it. One of the sons of Sun Myung Moon has a gun factory making the weapon, Mm -hmm. and the other one calls himself the king. He has a a crown of golden bullets and says that the rod of iron in revelation is an ar-15 it's crazy huh so we need to wake up and realize hey we are being attacked psychologically information warfare it's not organic it's not just something that's that's doing on its own it's all articulated Right? And I want to comment because I was listening to your last interview with a Nazi historian expert mm-hmm. and say that uh, the Nazis were using a, a Catholic priest named Coglin, who had a yeah. radio show with 30 million people, who is an anti-Semite and a Nazi sympathizer to recruit a militia of of people to do a physical coup in the United States in 1940. Right. So when you say, oh, Nazis, it's like, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, that's like the main motivation for the series. It's going to be multiple episodes. First, I'm going to walk people through. They don't know. I mean, we just, we, we know the ends, the top lines. They murdered 6 million Jews. There were horrible um, factories of death. You know, those mm-hmm. are the things that average people know about the Third Reich, but how it happened, all the steps that led up it's not like you just woke up in in uh, berlin one day and they were rounding up the jews and sending them into cattle cars to get killed okay like no they were rounding steps. up young people <laughs> and turning them against their parents exactly and right. and uh this and 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 much of what hitler did was hypnosis oriented he had been hypnotized and his supposed supposed treatment from trauma from the war but the the point is is this has been very organized ideologically and i take the position we are on one planet earth yep. we are our brother and sister's keeper and every other gender in between and we need to think about the bad actors who want who want an apocalypse who want a nuclear war in the middle east and want to destroy democracy so the authoritarians can keep controlling let me ask you this to close out our conversation sure like this mass psychosis event I, I assume you've worked with some individual trump people 
mm-hmm. in your career, in your more recent career to help them move past? Because as you describe your technique, it sounds like it's an informed technique that's been practiced. What do we do? What do we do when it's 70 million people all at once, right? And like, I especially want you to think about this in the context of the American system, where we have this propaganda ecosystem that is so siloed off. And, and you know, as you talked about, people have psychological preferences. They're not going to go seek out information that hurts their leader or hurts their worldview or their priors. Do you think there's something that we could be doing, not something that we wish we could do if in a perfect world where we could make constitutional amendments, but something practical now to start working on this mass psychosis event that we're facing? Yeah, absolutely. But keep in mind, the book, The Cult of Trump, has talked about how this has been percolating and festering for over 50 years. We need to be thinking long term as a public health epidemic of mind control, we need to develop inoculation programs, intervention programs. And I put a course on my website aimed for clinicians, but anyone else who wants to know more about how to help loved ones and a recovery program. We want to empower former members to be educated about mind control, teach them how to share their stories destigmatize the fact that tens of millions of people have been in all types of other cults than Mm -hmm. the MAGA cult, right? Right. And and the most powerful um, people are family members and friends of people who have been taken into the MAGA cult. And a lot of these folks are like, they were driving me crazy. I blocked them. I haven't talked to them in years. And I say, get educated and say, hey, I miss you, you're my brother, you're my uncle, you're my mother, I love you, start talking about memories. You want to get back to who they were before, Mm -hmm. and you want to have a respectful interaction where you say, listen, share one thing that's really persuasive to you, let's watch it together and discuss it, then it will be my turn because I love you, I respect you, I don't agree at the moment, but I'm open to being persuaded. That's the frame, not I'm right, you're wrong. Ah, so you, better... almost, you almost suggest to them, at least at that stage, that there's an opportunity for them to sway you, right? Absolutely. Okay. I yeah. want to know what's true. If I'm wrong, please enlighten me. But the the typical thing that they're trained to do is say, do the research and give you 50 links and overload you. No, 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 no. Let's let's agree to pursue truth, be open-minded, really listen to each other. And it involves teaching people how to be active listeners, where when the person talks, you can repeat back what they said in a way that they really feel heard. Right. Okay. And acknowledged. But here's the secret sauce. Everybody knows inside that there's something wrong. Even though their their cult programmed identity is blocking everything, mm-hmm. they everyone has doubts. Okay, and so the issue is how to ac- give them permission to access their doubts to move and that interacting game. with a former member of the Moonies or Scientology or Nexium and hearing their stories starts to activate their person's doubts. Okay. 
right? Because there's a, an identification. Hey, they are intelligent. Here's how this happened, right? Okay. And ultimately, what we want to do is build perspective, right? right? And so I did a TEDx talk, Rachel. I know we're wrapping up, but I did a TEDx talk aimed at this population that you said, how do we get to millions of people? How can I know if I've been brainwashed? And it involves a four-step reality testing strategy that anyone can do for themselves. This right? is great. This is going to be So great. anybody who thinks, nope, they're brainwashed. The Dems are, I'm in the cult of Soros, by the way, and I've been brainwashed by the libtards, right? Right, right. So I'm like, really? I've been brainwashed? Tell me more. How do you, <laughs> how do you know? What is yeah. brainwashing? Please explain it to me. I thought I knew because I studied Chinese communist brainwashing. Did you read Lifton? Did you read Singer? Right. Did you read Shine? I did. Here's some books that may be of interest to you if you really want to know about brainwashing. So the point is, is don't be above somebody talking down to them. Be at their level and be warm, respectful, curious, kind, and learn how to ask questions and zip it while you wait and let them think about it and give a response. Because people that's... will enlighten themselves. See, that's very, so in other words, we've got a multi-million person problem, but every one of those people have a family, they have friends and they have people. And I think we are going to start to see this as we move through the Trump indictment season, which is just beginning and hasn't even kicked into high gear. I think we're going to start to see some, some, so it's, you can't use never Trump, somebody who always was against Trump and then, you know, has been against him the whole time. I don't think that's going to matter to folks, but if we can get some of these people that were, big believers in Trump, right? They were on team Trump. And, you know, so far we've had a few, but we need critical mass. I think have you seen, have you seen, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No. Have you yeah. seen the documentary, The Game is Up? No, I Melissa haven't. Melissa Joe Peltier did. Oh, the okay. Yes, yes. So this has Joe Walsh in it and yeah. David Weissman, who I write about in my book, and 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 Bacha Goldberg, who is a young new Republican. These were true believers, right? Who are sharing their stories. These are the people we want to find thousands more and yes. amplify their messaging. Okay. And let them share their story. Let them do the engagement process. Right. And in the meantime, what we don't want to do is demonize the other and call them names because right. that's going to create, continue the polarization that America's enemies want to continue. They want to polarize us and hate each other. Let's find the humanity. And and literally, I mean, I was a right wing fascist who, you know, <laughs> I really was. Yeah, I would have right. killed yeah. on command if somebody if some if Moon told me take an AR-15 and kill. So I've talked with ex-Nazis, right wingers who are now helping de-radicalize other people. That's great. And we need to develop a, a systematized approach, a public health approach. I agree. I mean, that's why I brought this. you on. I want to kick and off And multiple this years. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be done but by the 2024 presidential exactly. election, but yeah. we can do a lot between now and then if we're smart. No doubt. And we need to be thinking both short and long term, because, like, you know, I always tell people the, the, the forest fire is MAGA and Trump and like this, 
you know, America first rising American Nazi movement. But if we can get that fire out, like the climate change is still there, right? There's a big mm. systemic issue. Yes. And we have to do a lot of work. We're going to have to build some new institutions to do that. And we're going to have to start forcing Americans to eat civic vegetables, which is what I'm going to talk a lot about in my book, because it's the only way to protect the brain from this kind of manipulation. I am so pleased that you came on the show today. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, no, it's my my pleasure. And I know my audience is going to love all of the stuff you have to share. I want to tell you folks, we're going to be linking all of the things that Dr. Hassan has mentioned in his uh, conversation here, especially these resources that you can go to for free to learn how to save your mom or your dad or your grandpa or your uncle <laughs> from the cult of Fox. So thank you so much for coming on. And uh, my you have pleasure. a great day. Thank you. Take care. Take care.